Good morning. It's good to be able to be with you as we look at God's word together. And you'll have had read to you by now the passage from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and starting to read at verse 12. Our key verse for 2022 as a church is this. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. That very phrase, those phrases are about lifestyle, attitude, what we want to be. A life that is rejoicing always, one that is focused on the conversation with God, giving thanks even in the difficult times, for this is God's will. I want to invite you, as we go into 2022, to just take hold of this verse. But as we take hold of this verse, to take hold of what God is wanting to say and do among us, through it. It's not about just being happy and rejoicing and praying and giving thanks. It's about a whole life attitude. It's about who we are. It's about how we think and who we are in Christ. It's about our whole lives. So let us look at that verse again. Here it comes on the screen and it says, rejoice always. Pray continuously, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. The story is told of a man who was being followed with a bit of road rage by a woman on a busy street. Suddenly the light turned yellow and just in front of him he did the right thing, he stopped at the crossing. The pedestrian, the traffic lights had changed. Even though he could have beaten the red light a bit by accelerating, he chose to stop. The woman who was following him close behind started to honk her horn, screamed in frustration, and she missed a chance to get through the intersection. She managed to drop her mobile phone and her makeup. And she was still in a mid-rant when she heard a tap on a window. And as she looked at, the, looked at the window, the face of a very serious police officer was there. The officer asked her to step out of the car and she, she was searched, fingerprinted and taken to the police station. It was a couple of hours later that the police officer came back to the cell and uh, she was escorted back to the booking desk where the sergeant was there and the arresting officer was there with her personal effects. He looked at her and said, I'm very sorry for this mistake. You see, I pulled up with you while you were in your car blowing your horn and fuming and shouting at the guy and your language was appalling. And I noticed the sticker on your car what would Jesus do? And so I decided that your car was stolen. You see, what you were showing was not what I expected from the sticker on the car. 
As we go into 2022 with this verse in mind, the question is, what kind of disciples are we? What kind of disciples are we going to be for Jesus? What are we going to do? You see, the danger of the lockdown and, lo- and all that's gone through the pandemic is we've got out of that behaviours of truly following God. When we've been shut in our house, we've got nothing to do with our discipleship. Maybe we have remembered to read our Bibles and pray each day and to talk to people. But we've got out of the habit of being part of God's family. And so I want to ask you today. What kind of discipleship are we going to be? Over the next few weeks, we're going to look at this verse in even more detail. But today I'm wanting to just do the overview. The overview of what it means to be disciples. As we seek to be disciples and learners. And to have Christ-like behaviours. In, in our lives, we often come to those moments of decision. And I want to suggest that at the beginning of 2022, there is a moment of decision. A moment of decision, whether we're watching this by sitting in church and looking at the screen or watching it at home, We have a moment of decision and the decision is what is going to be our attitude this year. There are those who want to just say, well, I'm just so unhappy. I want to be grumpy. Well, I invite you to a better place today. I invite you to come and to be a part of God's family and a part of what God is about But you see, it's about the attitude of our minds, the attitude of our actions, our words and our deeds. In the longer reading that we read with the verses surrounding this, we see Timothy being told about a whole life attitude. What it... (coughs) Excuse me, what it means to be a disciple. Let me have a look at this in a bit more detail. Sorry, I'm multitasking here because I'm not set up as I normally would be with a lectern in front of me. I haven't got a lectern at home. I need it to practice what I'm preaching, but that's another matter. And so, with mind, action, word, and deed in the forefront of our thinking right now, I want to just go into that attitude question. The longer reading from 1 Thessalonians 5, 12 to 14 is about these attitudes. And there are many similar lists within the whole Bible that we could go through where the Bible talks about what the attitude of the disciple is. In this particular list around this verse, it starts off with respect for church leaders. I am blessed in Romford Baptist Church of having a respect from the church. But it should go through all the church leaders, not just those we like, but those who maybe we even find a bit more different from ourselves. But respect is one of those things that the Bible is quite clear about. 
And respect means honouring, not backchatting, not mimicking or taking a, f taking a critical view of them. But respect is also about praying for them and supporting them and encouraging them. It's often said, if you want to get rid of your pastor, then you just pray for that pastor because that pastor will become so good that another church will take them off your hands. Well, I'm blessed that uh, I know that so many in the church pray for the leadership and the pastors of this church. But Paul writing here to Timothy is quite clear. Sorry, Paul writing to the Thessalonians, let's get the right book. It's quite clear that it should be about honouring those leaders, respecting them. Second thing in verse 13, it says, live in peace with each other. Live in peace with each other. Peace is not just about quiet. Peace is about no conflict. Peace is about living at ease, being at ease with one another, loving one another, caring for one another. The sign of a healthy church is a church that genuinely loves each other. It doesn't mean you never disagree with each other. It doesn't mean that you actually agree about everything. And I know in Romford Baptist Church, we have a whole spectrum of political viewpoints. We have a whole spectrum of viewpoints on all sorts of things. But living at peace means that when we disagree, we do it well. We do it with respect. We do it with love. We do it with integrity. Verse 14 of this passage goes on. We urge you, brothers and sisters, warn those who are idle and disruptive. Encourage the disheartened. Help the weak. Be patient with each other. Warn those who are idle and disruptive. All churches have them, the idle and the disruptive, those who want to cause a fuss, those who want to have their way, those who want to just make their presence felt. Well, Paul says, warn them. And as we go into 2022, we need to say, if we're going to go as a harmonious body of Christ, then warnings need to follow. Warnings about not being disruptive, not trying to undermine things that are going on in the church, not trying to be critical. In a minute, I'm going to talk about some things that should go on to RBC's band list in 2022. And maybe a critical spirit may be one of those. But Paul, writing to the Thessalonian church about being a harmonious church, also says, care for the weak and be patient. There are those in churches who are weak. That's not physical weakness. It's weak-willed, weak in their faith, weak in their following of Christ. And we're called to care for them. And sometimes that means being patient. Patience is one of those hard things in life, isn't it? 
because patience is costly, because sometimes we want to run ahead, we want to do things, and patience means that if we're going to take others with us, we've got to slow down and wait for them. And then verse 15, strive to do what is good for each other and for everyone else. Strive, work, allow ourselves to get involved, allow ourselves to actually pay the cost to do what is good, to do what is right. So if this is some of the qualities that uh, Paul writing to the Thessalonians is writing about, about the care for each other, the respecting of leaders, living at peace, calling out the idols and that sort of thing. As I say, we could have gone to other lists in the Bible for an even more comprehensive list, and that's not for today. The inverse in that is there should be some things on the band list at RBC, the band list in church generally. As we go in thinking about this verse of the year, which says, Rejoice always, play, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. If we are going to do those qualities, then the inverse is there's things we cannot do and still be doing those things. And so what is going to go onto RBC's ban list? One of the te television programmes I enjoy is Room 101, and many of you will have wrote, watched it with Frank Skinner at, in the chair, and the, the celebrities come in, and they get an option on what they want to ban from the world. And the thing they want to ban ends up in Room 101. And in that room, they are gone from the world forever. Well, in theory, but of course, this is just a TV programme. But the question I want to ask today is what things, if we are going to be a rejoicing, praying, giving thanks community, a community that takes on this Christ-like behaviour, what then has to be banned? Go into the room 101 of RBC. Gossip. Oh, we love gossip, don't we? And of course, often it's a, just for prayer. And, you know, this is confidential, but just for your prayers. No, the Bible in so many places says gossip is wrong. Gossip is wrong. It's a sin. And I want to go further and say, if you are prepared to listen to gossip, you are encouraging sin. And if you then repeat it, you are sinning yourself. And where it says in this passage, call out those who are doing wrong. I want to say, let's call out gossip and put a lid on gossip forever. Gossip has no place in the church of Jesus Christ. Paul writes to the Philippians church, talks about whatever is true, whatever is praiseworthy, think about those things. And the trouble is with gossip is it is so often untrue, it is evil with intent, it is vicious, and it has no place in the church of God. Gossip goes into room 101. Secondly, judging. 
judging people. Yes, we like to judge people. We like to decide whether people, other people are sinning in a different way that w- than we do. And if they are, then we condemn them because actually you should not sin like that. Judging harder than Jesus so often. We make a bigger decision against people than Jesus himself would do so. And so judging needs to go into room 101, as does condemnation. The number of times I hear Christians condemning one another, condemning other churches, condemning others. You know that very famous verse from John chapter 3, verse 16. Jesus loved God, loved the world so much, he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. It goes on in verse 17 to say, Jesus did not come into the world to condemn the world. And if Jesus hasn't come to condemn, then neither should we. Condemnation has no place in the church of God. Now, had I been doing this service live, had I been preaching this live, which was always the intention, I would at this point said, right, let's see, what else would we put into room 101? And maybe a list would come up from the church that would be all sorts of things. And I want you to write down, if not now, later, the behaviours the attitudes that you want to put into your personal room 101. Things that you have been doing, habits that you have that you know are not godly. And today is the day that you are going to say, I am going to start a new lifestyle as a disciple of Jesus Christ. And these behaviours at the beginning of 2022 have to go so that Christ can reign in my heart. So the challenge of this theme is to have a positive God-focused attitude and to do all we can to be like him in our living. As I draw this message to a close, I want to just say, well, what then is the attitude of a disciple. A disciple who is rejoicing always, praying continuously, giving thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. What then is the characteristics of a Jesus-following disciple? After all, that is what we are called to be. Jesus, when he had the Great Commission in Matthew 28, he didn't say, go and make believers. No, it wasn't only about converts. He said, go and make disciples of all nations. And so we, as God's followers, as the followers of Jesus, are called to be disciples. And what are the characteristics of a disciple that we need to adopt as we go into 2022? Firstly, a disciple learns. 
When we get to the end of 2022, we should be able to list the things that we have learned from God, from God's people and from God's word over this year about what it means to follow Jesus. Student of the word, student of Christ. The disciples, the very act of a disciple in biblical times would be to sit at the foot of the rabbi and learn from the rabbi. And I want to say this year, let's prioritise Bible study. Let's prioritise our learning of God and of our faith. The second thing, a disciple mimics the rabbi, the teacher. And what does it mean to mimic Christ? It means to act like Christ in our living, to behave like Christ, to have faith like Christ, to treat other people like Christ, to care for the oppressed and the poor and, the, and to worry less about our own well-being. Thirdly, a disciple belongs. Disciples in New Testament times belonged to the community of the rabbi and they came and they played their part. And I believe God is saying to RBC and all of us today, it's time that you again belonged to God and God's church. Belonging, playing a part, getting involved, belonging, joining formally. And maybe today is the day you want to talk to JJ. JJ will probably be at the back of the church after the service and you can speak to her. If you don't know JJ, ask one of the people who are welcoming you to just introduce you to JJ. And JJ will be happy to talk to you about what it means to belong to Romford Baptist Church. If JJ's not there, because I can't tell while I'm recording this, speak to Haley or Jiddy or Jan and just ask, what's it mean to belong to Romford Baptist Church? A disciple grows. That means they get stronger in their belonging, in their understanding. They're growing deeper in their faith. Have you grown as a disciple over the last few years? Because that's what we're called to do. Fifthly, a disciple defends. What does that mean? Well, in New Testament times, a disciple would stand up for their rabbi. They would say, this is my rabbi. I put my trust in them and I will believe in them. And they will be happy to tell other people about what they have learned and heard and who their rabbi is. The New Testament disciples of Jesus were really keen to tell people about Jesus. And the apostles were prepared to play a great cost to defend their saviour and his reputation. What are you doing to defend Jesus? And let me be quite clear on this. You see, it's often feels very fashionable to criticise church, not just wrong for Baptist church, but church in general, and to criticise it. The church was the creation by Jesus. You criticise God's church, you're criticising your saviour. And can you look Jesus in the eye and say, I had a better plan?
Yes, the church is not perfect. No church is perfect. Because it's made up of people like you and me. And we're not perfect. Let's not criticise the family of Jesus. And a disciple serves. Serves Jesus. And serves Jesus through his church. And I want to ask you as we go into 2022, how are you going to serve Jesus this year? What new ministry are you going to take on? What new thing are you going to get involved in? Be that from the worship group through to the Bible study to small group leading to whatever. What is the thing that God is calling you to get involved in? And so our verse for the year. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Jesus Christ. This year as we enter 2022. Let's do so not like the woman with the car sticker that says I follow Jesus but does not live it. And therefore there is no evidence to say that she is a Christian. Let's live it as if our Saviour is with us every moment of every day. Let's live it as if we want to praise and glorify our Saviour. Let's live it knowing that our Saviour will be with us as disciples, learning, mimicking, belonging, growing, defending and serving. Not having the behaviours that we throw into our RBC, Room 101. But do throw those behaviours in. So that as we enter 2022, in our lives there's capacity to be more Christ-like. As you go from the building this morning, or when you're next in the building, you can collect, there will be a key ring and a card with this text on. Do put it on your key ring to remind yourself that every time you try and go through a door, you are going through the door as a follower of Jesus. And what you do inside that room will be a part of your discipleship. As you go into your workplace, take your key ring with you. You are Christ's ambassador there. As you go into a social event, go for coffee with a friend. You are going as Christ's ambassador. And do so with an attitude that you are going to be there to rejoice, to pray and to give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Friends, RBC is, has the sense of call of God that this year will be a year of focusing on discipleship and attitudes. As we come towards singing our final song,
I invite you to now pray. And as you pray, let God show you what's going into your room 101, what's going into the church's room 101. And let God show you what he wants you to be as a disciple. May God bless you. And I look forward to seeing you for real, hopefully, next week. God bless.